Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 39. Come, gracious spirit, heavenly love, with light and comfort from above. Be thou our guardian, thou our guide, o'er every thought and step preside. Hymn number 39. If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website. On the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that and then look for the place that says, click here for the Wednesday readings. You do so and you will find them. And the theme for tonight is, I will listen for thy voice, lest my footsteps stray. A quote from Mary Baker Eddy. And the readings will now be given by Mishaela from Canada. The Bible, Isaiah. Listen, O isles, unto me, and hearken, ye people from far. The Lord hath called me and said unto me, Thou art my servant, O Israel in whom I will be glorified. Then I said, 
I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for naught and in vain. Yet surely my judgment is with the Lord and my work with my God. And he said, It is a light thing that thou shouldst be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. Jonah Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord, and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. But the Lord sent out a great wind into the sea. Then the mariners were afraid, and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the man knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. So they took Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. And he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. And God saw their works that they turned from their evil way and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them and he did it not. 
Matthew. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes were gathered together unto him. And he spake many things unto them in parables. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they, seeing, see not, and hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as a little children, Ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Luke Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. I will now read correlative passages of science and health with key to the scriptures and prose works by Mary Baker Eddy. The still small voice of scientific thought reaches over continent and ocean to the globe's remotest bound. The effects of Christian science are not so much seen as felt. It is the still small voice of truth uttering itself. We are either turning away from this utterance or we are listening to it and going up higher. Willingness to become as a little child and to leave the old for the new renders thought receptive for the advanced idea. Gladness to leave the false landmarks and joy to see them disappear. This disposition helps 
to precipitate the ultimate harmony. The purification of sense and self is a proof of progress. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The pains of sense are salutary if they wrench away false, pleasurable beliefs and transplant the affections from sense to soul, where the creation of God are good, rejoicing the heart. Such is the sword of science with which truth decapitates error, materiality giving place to man's higher individuality and destiny. What is the principle and rule of Christian science? Infinite query, wonder in heaven and on earth, who shall say? The Immaculate Son of the Blessed has spoken of them as the golden rule and its principle, God, who is love. Listen, and he illustrates the rule. Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Whosoever shall humble himself as this little child. The same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Harmony is heaven. Science brings out harmony, but this harmony is not understood unless it produces a growing affection for all good and consequent disaffection for all evil, hypocrisy, evil speaking, lust, envy, hate. Where these exist, Christian science has no sure foothold. They obscure its divine element and thus seem to extinguish it. Men give counsel, but they give not wisdom to profit by it. To ask wisdom of God is the beginning of wisdom. When mortal mind is silenced by the still small voice of truth that regenerates philosophy and logic, and Jesus as the true idea of him is heard as of yore, saying to the sensitive ears and dark disciples, I came from the Father. Before Abraham was I am. Co-existent and co-eternal with God. And this idea is understood then will the earth be filled with the true knowledge of Christ.
When the belief in material origin, mortal mind, sensual conception dissolves through self-imposed suffering and its substances are found substanceless, then its miscaused life ends in death. And death itself is swallowed up in life, spiritual life, whose myriad forms are neither material nor mortal. When every form and mode of evil disappear to human thought and mollusk and radiate as spiritual concepts testifying to one creator, then earth is full of his glory. And Christian science has overshadowed all human philosophy and being is understood in startling contradiction of human hypotheses. And Socrates, Plato, Kant, Locke, Berkeley, Tyndall, Arvin and Spencer sit at the feet of Jesus. Today, if ye would hear his voice, listen to his word and serve no other God. Then the divine principle of good that we call God will be found an ever-present help in all things. And Christian science will be understood. It will also be seen that this God demands all our faith and love, that matter, man or woman, can never heal you nor pardon a single sin. While God, the divine principle of nature and man, when understood and demonstrated, is found to be the remote, predisposing and present cause of all that is rightly done. Let us meekly meet, mercifully forgive, wisely ponder, and lovingly scan the convulsion of mortal mind, that its sudden sallies may help us not to start, but to tenure of unprecarious joy. Rich hope have I in him who says in his heart, I will listen for thy voice, lest my footsteps stray. I will follow and rejoice all the rugged way. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer.
Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 54. Faith grasps the blessing she desires. Hope points the upward gaze. And love, celestial love, inspires the eloquence of praise. Hymn number 54. <laughs> And welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our Wednesday testimony meeting for Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. Everyone is welcome here. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the King James Version of the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. We have quite a wonderful outreach from our church. 
much of which is from our various websites. Many of those are in other foreign languages. And as a result, God's healing and inspiring word is reaching, comforting, and healing people from across the globe. And indeed, people from all over the world have found our church, found one of our one or more of our websites, and have found God's precious healing word. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. I'd like to point out uh, one article we're now uh, um, featuring on the homepage of our English website. It's entitled, Peace Be Still to All Error by Mary Baker Eddy. A very short but a wonderful article, and I highly recommend it. And in addition to that, I highly recommend that you take some time to browse through our websites because we have so much on it that we offer for free, and it's all healing and inspired material, and it's offered with the love of this church. Uh, join us on Sundays here. We start Sundays at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11. We also offer a Sunday school for children which meets every Sunday, 11 a.m., and I'm very happy to say that our Sunday school has a teleconference feature, one dedicated exclusively for the Sunday school, and as a result, people from out of town, children from out of town, attend our school, Sunday school, by uh, telephone. And what this means is that your child also can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and we would love to welcome your child there. A couple more announcements before we go on. Bible study. That's this coming Saturday, May 20th, at 10 o'clock in the morning. The Bible study questions are on the website, so... Set aside the time, 10 o'clock Saturday morning, and join us for a lively Bible study. One more announcement. There's a membership meeting coming up. That's going to happen on Thursday, May 25th. It starts at 8 p.m. sharp. And for those of you who have joined us in membership, please plan on joining our meeting that Thursday, May 25th. If you can't uh, come here in person, the meeting will be conducted also through the regular teleconference number. Okay, I will now read from the testimonials from the church um, manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, 
though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everybody that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering tonight. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice. We also ask that you be in a quiet place when you do so, because we're going to be able to hear you and any other sounds that your telephone picks up. I will call on each of you one at a time by name, and our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Elizabeth from New Hampshire, go ahead. Yes, good evening. Thank you for those wonderful readings. I'd like to share an experience that I had last week. After dining at a restaurant that I was not familiar with, I woke up with very sharp stomach pains in the night. My first thought was to wonder if there was something wrong with the food that I ate. Immediately, I countered that with the truth. I thought of the book that I was reading, Dominion Within, by Reverend Kratzer. In it, Reverend Kratzer explains how the loss of a pocketbook full of money has no connection to the joy of the owner of the pocketbook. Man's birthright through God is joy, and no seeming event can change or touch that. I reasoned that as a parallel, my well-being could not be touched by any seeming event of eating spoiled food. That food, whether good or bad, has no bearing on my true being. With this realization, the stomach pains left me like a train leaving the station and not to return. We read the words all the time, but it's really beginning to dawn on me. This is science. There is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God's universe is perfect now. Thank you so much and good night. Thank you. Candy. Candy from Wisconsin. Go ahead. Hello, everybody. Tonight, I would like to say thank you for the beautiful Mother's Day gift you gave us on Sunday. From the round table to the service, all was exceptional. As I listened to John in the chorus sing and to Jared's aluminum piano accompaniment, tears of happiness flowed down my face. Thank you again for the wonderful gift. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, this is Bruce. I'm so thankful that the golden text of our lesson this week tells us that we are the temple of God. That's from Paul in the Bible. It reminded me of a healing that I had uh, some time ago when I was reading the Bible, and it said, Know ye not that ye are the temple of the living God? And after that, I did some reading in, uh, that Peter V. Ross produced, and he went into this subject quite a bit. And basically he said, well, what's a temple? That's a place where people gather, come together and gather to worship God. So if your body is the temple of the living God, what then is gathering within each and every one of us? And the answer is only what God sends, like angel messages, the truth of our real being. 
And there was a time when I was suffering with some pain, and I remembered that I am the temple of the living God. And the only things that gather within me are those that God sends, and that can only be good. My joy returned, the pain left, and I went on rejoicing and thanking God for the wonderful healing and for the wonderful inspiration that Christian science shed on our holy scriptures. Thank you. Shardell. Hello and good evening. I offer my gratitude tonight to my practitioner for her patience and kindness. During this past tax season, I was confronted with what looked like a problem securing all the correct information needed for my accountant to go forward and complete my tax return. I was getting nowhere, and it seemed complicated to me, so I asked for uh, practitioner help. After I received help, my accountant came up with a solution as how to access the information needed, which was done. Actually, it was quite simply done and quickly. Everything is in place. I am continually reminded that there is always a solution to all human problems. For this, I am very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Dale. Dale from Virginia, go ahead. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for those wonderful readings on I will listen for thy voice, lift my footsteps stray. We get so much good from Mary Baker Eddy. Um, I want to thank you for the glorious instruction and identification of man as God's child in the Sunday, May 14 roundtable, just this past Sunday. Some of the thoughts offered, we are channels for good. And everyone else is a channel for good to us as well. As we depend on God, everyone is our family. These thoughts really proved true this past weekend. My husband and I traveled to a weekend gathering with family from different parts of the country. Study and prayer was done prior to and during the trip. And a practitioner from this church was giving support. It proved to be a harmonious and joy-filled trip, down to the last detail. Protection was also experienced when our daughter and family, who were driving down from the Northeast, were alerted by another motorist on the highway of a defective tire on their car. He had observed a big bulge in a front tire, and when the traffic slowed, he motioned to them and alerted them to the problem. Very quickly, they were able to get off the highway, locate a service station, and have the tire replaced. The mechanic said how fortunate they were because it could have blown at any time. In all our dealings in this big city, we only experienced friendly, helpful people, and none of us encountered problems or witnessed accidents in any modes of our travel. It really is a comfort to know that when we put God first in the center of all our activities, 
and look to God's governance of his creation, we can expect good for all. I am so grateful for the training, the teaching, and the sharing of love in this church. It is a solid rock, the rock of Christ, and it is we can share it with the whole world. I'm very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremy. I am very grateful for all I am learning here about Christian science and how to hear the angel messages that God sends to us constantly. Recently, my phone started accepting anything plugging into it, but, and thankfully I have a wireless charger that I can put the phone on. But I also use headphones for all my phone calls and that wouldn't work. So I prayed about how to correctly go about getting a new phone. And the time came where it felt right to go to the local store. Within 10 minutes, a very helpful customer service person ordered me a new phone, said it would be in in a few days. And then this past Monday, I got the call that the phone arrived and it was such a busy day, I did not think I would be able to go. And yet suddenly I just had this feeling, just go now, so I did. And I got there in about 25 minutes, I was out again and I only had to pay $10 for the replacement. I'm so grateful for how smoothly it all went and grateful to have my headphones back so I can type out notes during phone calls. In all things, God is clearly guiding us. And what I have been taught in this church has made all the difference in my being able to listen and obey his leadings. I'm so grateful for this church, for practitioner support, and to be here this evening. Thank you. Now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. I am very grateful for the excellent teaching we receive at this magnificent independent Christian Science Church. I have marvelled at the sheer volume of recordings by our holy practitioners and teachers at this church, and so I have taken their example to prepare certain recordings for myself so that I can stay focused during my allocated watch time or in praying for something in the world or in my life that I may be working on. So although Material Sense tried to say to me early one morning that my throat was sore and my voice croaky, I recorded a Unity Watch on my phone before heading off to work that morning. As we have been taught here to totally reject error from our thinking, I immediately thought, no, I do not have a sore throat. I learned this effective treatment from Bicknell Young's writings recorded so wonderfully on the church website. I then recalled another excellent recording on the church website of the writings of Peter V. Ross, quote, Of course, spiritual being, and there is no other, has no surfaces subject to irritation. The Almighty occupies every inch of your habitation. So jealous is he that he will permit no intruders. This is why you can abide in ease and quietude. End quote. That's from the writings of Peter V. Ross. So with these truths, I knew that God would fix my voice so that I could do my paid job that day as I needed to use my voice for the facilitation of a training program. 
Well, all that day I talked and talked and worked for God and felt joyous and uplifted as the training participants felt free and happy. I had such a great time talking and interacting all day long that after work, when listening to the recording, I didn't even recognise my voice. God had moved me so far beyond that I had to check the date because it simply did not match the amount of talking I'd done all that day and the normal functioning of my throat to have started that same morning with a throat that sounded like that. That was a reminder of the great distance between the material senses and the wonderful, joyous, upward habitation of our God, where there is no pain, no limitation, no lack, no fear and no failure, only God's glory. I am deeply grateful for the many numerous healings and adjustments that have occurred in my life over the last 23 years, directly through the operation of Christian science. I am extremely grateful for the strong and sure teaching and practitioner support at this church, and I am joyous to have heard the marked improvement comparing that morning to the wonderful, joyful day I experienced in God's love operating in me. I'm so grateful to Mary Baker Eddy for her courage and love as she walked her path to reveal Christian science to the world. I'm so grateful to our Plainfield practitioner for her holy prayers, support and instruction. I am ever grateful to our Lord God Almighty and to Christ Jesus for this joyous life that we are given and the glorious work of Christian scientists to usher in the millennium. Great thanks and joyous love to you all at Dearest Plainfield Independent. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. Uh, thank you for the inspiring readings tonight. I wanted to express my gratitude for our weekly lessons, our Wednesday readings and service, and for all of the many resources, teachings, and instructions we're given in this church. All are invaluable in studying and applying Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science in every situation that we may seem to be dealing with. No matter what false pictures of mortal mind are being played out before us, whether through the news or medical predictions or weather conditions, Mrs. Eddy has given us an absolute truth, a universal law, a scientific fact to counter every single lie. And we can overturn these beliefs with the truth and reduce them to their native nothingness bringing to light the truth about God's creation. I love in the Blue Book where Mrs. Eddy tells us, we must remember that the smallest truth is mightier than the greatest lie the world has ever known. The one is as enduring as eternity. The other is as transient as a shadow. Take from a lie its power to deceive, and it becomes nothing. I am so grateful to Mrs. Eddy for her priceless gift of Christian science. I'm so grateful for all that I'm learning here. I'm grateful to God, Christ Jesus, and so very grateful to my practitioner for her strong support 
which is helping me to gain a better understanding of Christian science. I love these Wednesday services, and I am so grateful to be here this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank you very much for the readings tonight. I'd like to express my gratitude for learning how to listen to God by living practical Christian science that is taught here. During the winter one night, I was headed home after watching The Chosen with some people, and there was a sudden snowstorm. Visibility became very poor, and it was coming down sudden and fast and heavy. The roads had not been plowed at this point, and the normal route that I took ended up being blocked off due to different problems from the storm. We found ourselves in the middle of back roads that nobody had driven on at that point, so it was a little tricky. Fortunately, most of the way I could ride in the middle, and I'm very grateful for Google Maps that led the way. <clears throat> but I am most grateful for the prayers of my practitioner who was praying at the time, for it provided the way safely for us for all of us, and I felt peace and calm during this hour drive. And I'm also grateful for the prayers of the other church members. It gave me a chance to be quiet and listen to God, which in turn gave me peace of mind. At first, I had to stand up to suggestions of self-pity, fear of the unknown, and discouragement, especially when we kept finding the roads blocked off and it was very slow going. But I have been learning the necessity of immediately slamming the door on these negative expectations and thoughts. The more I trust and listen to God thoughts, the more I see God working the good and feel the strength of it in my life. So I turned that time into prayer for all those on the road and the road workers and the rescue workers. I rehearsed a long list of gratitudes, recited this 91st Psalm, and sang hymns to myself. I was also able to find some humor and beauty. Plus, I knew that it was only trying to take my joy, and I did not let it. We had the road to ourselves most of the way, and I later learned that we avoided some steep downhills by the grace of God. We never had to stop, nor did we slip. I was grateful for the passenger who was quiet and calm and remained upbeat and grateful. The storm did not stay long, did not cause any harm, uh, and it as if it had never happened the next day. I'm so grateful to be here to be learning these lessons and how to practice Christian science correctly so that we are better workers for the world and pray for our world. And I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Gary. Thank you for the fine readings on listening and obeying and following. Um, I, I'm very grateful that uh, Christian science teaches us the importance of listening for God's voice and obeying it. Um, as a young child, I was uh, 
I was blessed with the opportunity to go to a Christian Science Sunday School. And I must have had a good Sunday School teacher somewhere along the way because at an early age, I felt very strongly that Christian Science was the truth. Um, I attended some churches uh, on the West Coast where I grew up and I didn't see it lived very well, particularly. And uh, But everything that I had read in the textbook rang true. And when it was time for me to uh, go to college, um, I got this very strong impulsion to go several thousand miles away to go to college. Um, it, it seemed like a huge move, uh, and a lot of people in my family didn't understand why. It didn't seem to make sense to them, but I just felt God guiding me. And uh, it was difficult. But it was where I met my wife, who introduced me to a practitioner, a Christian science practitioner in the Plainfield Church here, which turned out to be the reason why I went so far away to college, because that Christian science practitioner taught me more about Christian science than I could ever have learned anywhere else, healed me of many things that needed healing, and ended up uh, leading this church to become independent, and uh, was probably the greatest example of anybody in my life, for which I am deeply grateful. She had a love for Mrs. Eddy and a love for Christian science that wouldn't quit, and she never did quit. And I, was very, and I am very grateful to have had the privilege of being taught by her for many years. So God has guided me along the way in, 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 in many instances, um, far and near, all of which I am so grateful for. And I am so grateful to be here with you all tonight and to hear about God's great love and guidance for all of us. Thank you. Sharon. I've learned in this church to never get in a rut, to be fresh about everything that I do. So when I was working every morning before I left, to go to my job, I would say, Shepherd, show me how to go. Well, in the town that I lived in, uh, for a while they were resurfacing the road and you never knew where it was going to be and there was congestion and detours and all kinds of things. But because I did that faithfully every morning, I never got in any traffic I was always on time to work with no problems. I am just so grateful for all I've learned in this church and to use this science in every way. I'm grateful that God led me here and for what I'm learning for practitioner help 
and to be part of this wonderful mission. And thank you for the readings. Thank you. Florence. Florence from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Mashita, for the truth in those readings. We've been shown the narrow way and through obedience, understanding, and reliance on God alone can we gain the complete trust, which is very much needed in this journey. Last week, I had a dream. What's a dream? It was very vivid. It seemed as though I was falling into an abyss of very sharp objects, the pointed objects. I looked up, though, and I saw in an angle a cone-shaped light, very, very bright. And I kept saying, I will follow the light. I will follow the light. And with that, I woke up. I am so grateful, though, for God and this bright light that he shines on our way when we decide to choose him alone to guide us. I am so grateful that God was revealing that moment that nothing can affect my being as a reflection and as her child. So grateful for everything I'm learning here. And I'm so grateful to hear others experiencing the same thing points us all to the truth. So grateful to be here tonight and grateful to God, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and all the workers in the past and present. Now I have a testimony from England. A lady, she says that about three weeks ago, all of a sudden, I woke up with pain all over my body. I had no cough, no cold, no runny nose, but my head, my neck, my back, my arms, and thighs and legs were hurting badly. I could hardly walk due to the pain in my legs. I spent the whole day in bed. I confess that I believe to be true about myself, that I am an image and likeness of God, and that as he is in heaven, so am I on earth. In him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. But the pain persisted. Then I messaged my practitioner at this church asking to her, for her to pray. She replied, saying that there is no pain in truth and no truth in pain. Although my family members urged me to take painkillers, I told them that I am praying and resting. I continue to declare the truth that God is the only truth there is, and there is no pain in truth, as my practitioner said. I also declared that God is the father of all comfort, and so being his reflection, I couldn't experience this comfort in my body. The next day, the pain subsided, and finally, within three days, all the pain left without me having to take any form of medication. All the glory to the almighty God. Thanking God for the Plainfield Ch Christian Science Church and Mary Baker Eddy. I'm grateful for my practitioner for always res responding to my messages, phone calls, and praying for me. God bless you all. 
Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. Um, I have something here from South Dakota. Um, as I woke up early Sunday morning listening to and pondering the inspiration and truths in the daily watch and Bible lesson as presented by Plainfield Christian Science Independent, I realized and considered how much I had to be grateful for. Thank you all. I know that as always, this morning's roundtable and church service will further serve to hallow the Lord's day in accordance with the loving dedication of Plainfield and the representatives thereof. I'm grateful for God, for Plainfield's loving presentation of the Christ Comforter as established by Mary Baker Eddy's inspiration, dedication, and her commitment to, to God and his word. Blessings to you all. And then um, this is from Virginia. It's in reference to some uh, round tables that were given in the early spring and late winter about Mrs. Eddy being the woman in the apocalypse. Knowing who Mrs. Eddy is as the woman in the apocalypse prospers the church and the cause of Christian science and therefore blesses the world. It was noted that biographies of Mrs. Eddy would be coming out on audio from the Plainfield Church. And recently I listened to The Healer, the healing work of Mary Baker Eddy by David Keaston, the chapter on her childhood years. The authentic information contained therein validates this divinely led life, shows in many, many ways God guiding and guarding her life and her steadfast devotion to our Father, Mother, God. Our leader had her mission, and we are told we have a divine mission as well. Mrs. Eddy told us to follow her only as she followed the Christ. What a treasure we have in knowing and acknowledging these two witnesses to God, truth. And then Pennsylvania. Uh, thank you, Plainfield, and thank you for the wonderful Bible lessons. And uh, referring to one from a sentence in Science and Health from a lesson on unreality was like a revelation. Quote, God, truth, life, love does heal the sick through the prayer of the righteous. End quote. And then especially that thought through the prayer of the righteous. It's amazing that after decades of Christian science, this came to me as kind of a revelation. It felt like the walls were falling down. And then from Wisconsin, Thank you to the lesson writer of this week's lesson on soul and body. Wow, it is clear, easy to follow, and to expand upon. Again, thank you. Thank you, too, very much for those beautiful readings tonight. Um, so important, this ability to hear God's voice and, and to follow it. And, and if we do get a misdirection, well, we can just stop and pray, and God will lead us aright if we remain humble and receptive to what he has to say to us. So wonderful. This is perhaps one of, the, one of the most wonderful things we learn in science is how to cultivate our spiritual sense and how to listen to the voice of God. Um, I'm very grateful tonight for our weather committee that does work on various situations around, our world, around the world. Um, and recently, we got a message concerning New Jersey, although it probably 
affects other places as well, that this time of year is a time of a lot of pollen. And um, I was been thinking and praying about that. And there are many things that I use and I've used to work with. Our son, when he was a teenager, he um, had some allergy problems. And through Christian Science Treatment, he was totally healed of it. And there's never been a trace of it since. But one thing that Mrs. Eddy says on page 175 of Science and Health, what an abuse of natural beauty to say that a rose, the smile of God, can produce suffering. The joy of its presence, its beauty and fragrance, should uplift the thought and dissuade any sense of fear or fever. It is profane to fancy that the perfume of clover and the breath of, a, of new mown hay can cause glandular inflammation, sneezing, and nasal pangs. I thought it was so wonderful. Profane. It's profane to think those things because it's not of God. Uh, she lays it down so clearly and so well. And then there are these beautiful um, hymns that I often use, and this is about breathing. Um, because sometimes people call, you know, they have these problems, and we know it's not the truth, and, and Christian Science gives the answer. Hymn number 218, the freer step, the fuller breath. And then hymn number 284, Prayer is the Christian's vital breath, the Christian's native air. And hymn 195, girt with the love of God on every side, I breathe that love as heaven's own healing air. And then hymn number 145, in atmosphere of love divine, we live and move and breathe. These are so beautiful and so helpful, and it is the truth. And all of us live under divine law. The idea that anything could harm any of God's children is a human mortal law that is only meant to be, be broken and destroyed because it is not the truth of God's creation. God created all, and, he, and behold, it was very good. I'm so grateful for the wonderful answers we find in Christian science, whatever our problem might seem to be. I'm grateful to be with you all here tonight, and I'm grateful just to be grateful and to know that all of us always have so much to be grateful for. Shall we be silent? Ah, never. Have a good night. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? I'll be reading the second verse, hymn 84. Word of God, O Word eternal, may we hear thy living voice. Learn the power of love supernal. Learn obedience and rejoice. God's commands forever heeding, follow where his love is leading. Hymn number 84.